Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with solo artist Michael Paul Brennan. We want to thank the parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Gray Sail Brewing of Rhode Island. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guest before we sit down with him to discuss his experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, my name is Michael Paul Brennan. This first song I'm going to do for you is called Superhero. I can't be your superman But I would be your Clark Kent You could be my Lois Lane We'd go dancing in the rain Till this world ends You don't need to be Wonder Woman I'm just looking for my Mary Jane I will be your Peter Parker Holding you in the dark, girl Till that final refrain Everybody wants a hero Love is my kryptonite It'll knock you to your knees Be your arch enemy I would still get up to fight I don't got no superpowers Just an ordinary man I can't stop a speeding train Sometimes all I feel is pain But I do the best I can You don't need to be Supergirl Just come along for the ride Pick me up when I get low You don't need no halo To stand by my side Everybody wants a hero Love is my kryptonite It'll knock you to your knees Be your arch enemy I would still get up to fight It'll knock you to your knees Leave you scarred, make you bleed I would still get up to fight Thank you. Yep, if you have any questions on the superhero references, let me know. I'm happy to be here. 
Thanks to the parlor. Thanks to Motif Magazine. This is cool. I like playing originals. This next one uh, is called Love and Hope. And it has nothing to do with either one of those things. I mean, it does, but not in a good way. down Pick your heart want no one around You were proof of that my dear No love Don't live here Hope It's just a girl's name Sound advice I got one day so take your hope and shove it, dear. No hope, she don't live here. Loving hope, been long gone, long distance on the telephone. No, they didn't leave no reason. Loving hope, they hit the road and sent a postcard with a little in pieces Love It's a dirty word Full of lies and hate and everything that hurts And if you listen closely you can hear Love Don't live here all that's left and her silence is deafening the empty house that made it clear no hope she don't live here loving hope been long gone long distance on the telephone in pieces May your heart rest in pieces Oh, thank you so much. sheets with me because some of these songs are pretty new. And, uh, this one is a perfect little song for a bar.
sit right down on this bar stool in a, about an hour. I'd be acting the fool with my poor judgment, bad decision. Well, I offer it all up, leave it all on the table. People think I'm a little unstable with my poor judgment, bad decision. stuff I got here, so I'm just kidding. I got happy stuff for the end. This song is, uh, anybody that's battled with addiction, know somebody that's battled with addiction. It's called In the Ground. Looking through 
left now is the past. Father Jim said, Mass at your funeral. Your mama cried, your daddy screamed. This don't feel real to me. Mixed myself up this melody to wash away the pain. Tonight, those stars, they shine so bright on the darkest hole in time. Tell me, friend, do those stars shine bright for you in the ground? something fun. I'm going to do a song that was off my first album. I took all of my music off of social media for all sorts of reasons. The main one being, I'm just not that person anymore. I feel like I've grown leaps and bounds, but I still play the songs. And this one was off of my first one. It's called, uh, what is it called? Oh yeah, Feels Like Home. So uh, it's a happy, happy song. find the right key. Holy shnikes, that was terrible. Wrong key. Sorry, Charlie. Can we edit that? Take a walk with me, baby, down the street you see. Put your lips to my lips, lady. Smile like yours. Give me a sign, girl. Those eyes of yours intoxicate me like a girl. In this city of these broken-hearted dreams, life ain't always what it seems. You never know who you're gonna be. All I can say is you feel like home. 
broken hearted dreams Life ain't always what it seems You never know who you're going All I can say is you feel like home to me Feels like home to me Feels like home to me Feels like home One more? Cool. Uh, five, six, but it's fine. I can do one more. Do two or three. All right, you got it. Now I got to decide. All right, we'll do this one. This one is called Boxes, and um, it came from a conversation I was having with a friend in, in Tennessee, Nashville, when I was living there. And... Uh, she was talking about how her daughter was asking where this picture was, and she was like, oh, it's over there in that box. And then a week later, oh, it's over there in that box. And we got talking about boxes. <laughs> and it just made sense to write the song and, you know, just took some life experiences and put them with boxes. I know it sounds boring, right? Cardboard, brown. Unless it's Amazon. They send, they send some fancy ones sometimes. But, uh, yeah, this is called Boxes. I've been looking, I've been searching for peace, I can't seem to find all these memories, some that haunt me, while others ease my mind, so I take Put it over there with your baby shoes, colored baby blue. It was a baby love affair. When you're getting older, maybe you're feeling lost. You won't forget where you came from, but it'll be here in the box. Boxes of our history, boxes of what. Boxes. 
I'm going to close it out here for you. I'll do one more for you. Just because that's what I feel like doing. Um, I really appreciate you guys doing this. I appreciate the parlor. Um, this has been really cool. I can't wait for the interview part. I got questions for you. <laughs> All right, this is a called um, Lately. This is my new single, and I just have so many things to say here before I do this, and I'll save some of it for the interview, but um, this song I recorded at Cherrywood Records with Jeff Rosen, and um, that's in Pembroke, inside of Soundcheck Studios, and uh, had some people on it with me. I had Nikki Montero here. She sang some vocals, and I had Patty White Hayes do some organ and some vocals, and Vivian Doughty, she did some amazing vocals, and Jeff did some vocals and bass and guitar and producing, and it's going off to uh, Joe Clapp at, um, I have it right here, we just finalized this today, Ultrasound Productions. Um, Joe's worked with everybody, like Sully from Godsmack, and I'm, I'm really excited with the stuff I've seen come off of his studio, so they're going to do the mastering for me this week, and this song will be out by the 18th of April, and we'll talk more about that date after this song.
Welcome back to Between the Notes with Motif Mag here at the parlor. My name is Jack Downey, and with me today is Michael Paul Brennan. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jack. Hi, Michael. Don't say that in an airport. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so Michael just played, if, you, if you're just tuning in, Michael just played a set of some of his original acoustic songs, and they were all absolutely amazing. Thank so you. So great job, Michael. I appreciate that very so, much. So uh, let's talk a little bit about some of those songs. So um, sure. uh, who would you say some of your influences are? Because... Uh, during the song Love and Hope, I was honestly hearing some Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny is definitely one of <laughs> my biggest influences, for sure. Um, nice. Not until later in life did I start songwriting. Mm -hmm. It was after 9-11. Um, that's when I picked up the guitar and started songwriting. I come from a theater background, musical theater and oh, stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, Johnny Cash. I actually, um, when I was living in Nashville, I lived up in Hendersonville. And the cemetery right down the street is where John and June are and uh, a couple other really huge acts. Um, but so it was always nice to be able to go there, you know. Yeah. So so you actually went and visited. Oh yeah. Kid? Oh yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, so you just said that 9/11 was a big impetus for it drawing and songwriting. Uh, yeah. Was it just more about like just? I mean, what what specifically about it would you say? Just like. Well, I had been in acting school in New York, mm -hmm. and 9/11 happened, and I came home. Never wanted to go back to New York City, and I didn't for a real long time. Um, but that definitely influences a songwriter, right? I think a lot of songwriters can say, uh, you know, a really hard breakup or a divorce or, you know. I mean, I'm a 46-year-old man. I've experienced quite a number of things in life, so mm -hmm. with those experiences come songs. 
Yeah, that's definitely true. So I, I take it that a lot of your songwriting is based off personal experience? Yep, most of it. Which is funny that you brought up Love and Hope, though, because that one wasn't really about any person. It was just a situation, really, that I wasn't even involved in. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I'm going to write a song about won't tell that person. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you, you, end up, you end up hearing things from other people, and you're like, oh, that's actually, that should be a song. But they're not going to write the song, so. Yeah, no, and, you know, um, Jason Isbell, he's another oh, yeah, yeah, big, he's, he's big influence for yeah. me uh, as far as songwriting, and, and, I mean, he's got a great sound as well. Um, but, you know, that type of music, that in-depth John Prine, I'm not comparing myself to John Prine or any of these people. I'm just me. But there's so many experiences to write about in life. It could be yeah, something as simple as waking up in the morning and I mean, look at Three Little Birds by Bob Marley, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, part of songwriting, too, I guess, is like taking something that might not be like all that significant, but kind of making something bigger out of it in a way. It's which I guess yeah. I guess plays in the sort of a, th a theatricality. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I've written some very off the cuff songs like just silly silly stuff comedic songs um there i can't remember the comedian's name but he used to travel around with a guitar and sing and he was really talented adam sandler no not adam sandler i love adam sandler but uh, i can't remember his name you know he didn't make it to the adam sandler stage but you know it was similar to that okay. similar to that so how long did you live in nashville three years okay and uh what inspired you to move down there um, this is the way I introduced myself in Nashville when I was going out and playing, and um, it was funny because I was rewatching a recording for an older song tonight, and uh, <laughs> this is how I introduced it. In June of 2017, I came out with an album. In July of 2017, I got divorced, and in August, I moved to Nashville. So that was <laughs> three months of my life right there. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was actually an agreement to myself. If this relationship doesn't work out, we were together for 13 years. Wow. So if this doesn't work out, what's your plan? Go to Nashville. Do it. Pursue it. Do it full time. Go after it. It doesn't matter how old you are. Don't stop. Especially if it's what you love to do. That's definitely a good piece of advice. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, are very scared that if they don't succeed by a certain age, then they just have to give up entirely. Yeah, Margot Price. Um, she's another great one from Nashville. Uh, they used to call it a five-year town. She said it's a 10-year town now in order to get to that level of, you know, ticketed shows and things like that, you know. And yeah, I think definitely. that's very true. I mean, look, I got no problem going out and playing covers on the weekends, you know, but I love the ticketed shows. I love stuff like this. To be able to communicate the original music that I've made. No, for sure. I mean, that's 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 part of the best... That's That's one of the best parts of songwriting is that you get to share your own feelings with other people. Yeah. And it's even greater when what you're feeling actually connects with somebody. Like, you're able to express it in such a way that people come up to you or they, they text you or something and they say, hey, that, like, that's, yeah. that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. That's, that's one of the best parts of music, for sure. Yeah, and, and I love being challenged, too. Like, I had a friend back in, this is my first week in Nashville, 2017. Uh, I don't know if you remember Heather Heyer. She got hit. Somebody drove a car through a protest crowd, and she got oh, hit right. and killed. And yeah. a friend of mine was really broken up about it. I didn't even know what happened. I just moved to Nashville. I was still unpacking boxes. And she said, yeah. do you think you can write a song about this? 
and I did. And I didn't play it tonight. I was going to play it tonight, but I don't even know if I would have gotten through it. But just to have that and then say, here's your song, you know. No, that's I hope this comforts touching. you, yeah. Yeah. And so when you were in Nashville, I mean, what did you do? I mean, uh, in, in those three years. Uh, I got my connect. I got lifetime connections down there now, you know. Um, I got married for a second time. I was going to ask if you found love in Nashville, so I guess I, I did, but it was really quick. I got we got married, so I'd been in Nashville for about a year. We got married after eight months of dating. Okay, I wouldn't advise anybody of doing that. <laughs> um, so we got divorced, but look, I got more music out of it. Great, wonderful. That's how you get a little uh, bit right. right. Yeah. But it, I mean, I'm, I made so many great connections. I mean, I've got April 18th, um, which is the, I think the Monday of school vacation, two weeks from tonight, at the Cape Cod Theater Company in Harwich. A couple of my buddies from Nashville are coming up. They're going to hit some states on the way up, and then uh, ourselves. And then we just added uh, Natalia Bonfini uh, from the Cape Cod, uh, Cape Cod East Ham, I believe she's from. And she, man, she just she just got cut, but she was on this year's American Idol. Wow. Um, she made it through the genre round. They cut her for the duets round. But I had originally asked her if she wanted to come up and do a duet for the final song of this show that's happening on April 18th. And then uh, Jason called me and he said, does she want to be on the bill for the whole night? I said, let me ask her. And she said, absolutely, I would love to do that. You know, and So it's great. Nick Nace got a new album coming out. Uh, Jason's album is out. It's on the radio. Uh, it's called Tiny Fires. Um, Nick's is called The Harder Stuff. He's hoping he's going to have some copies of it for sale for our show. Um, and then Natalia, she's recording in Sagamore. Uh, with Mike Maccabee at his studio. Uh, the name is escaping me, and my book's all the way over there. But um, And then I've got the single coming out. So we've all got stuff coming out for this show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so if anybody's around Cape Cod on April 18th, school vacation week, it's the Monday. It's a nice. It's going to be uh, four of us on stage at once. We're going to do it in the round. So we'll just one song, one song, one song, one song, and throughout the night, and it's going to be cool. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. And... Uh, like I said, these guys all got new stuff coming out, so you got to come check them out. Yeah, well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, pretty stacked bill going down on the Cape yeah. on April 18th. Yes, thank you. So definitely check that out a little bit more. And you, you, you were saying that you have a single coming out on April 18th. Yeah, lately. Uh, we're trying to push it for April 18th, maybe that Friday before the show. Um, but, yeah, I'm, that song I wrote, so for the majority of the last 10 years, I was sober, didn't drink at all, quit, because uh, I'm not a nice guy when I drink. Uh, but when I went to Nashville, <laughs> I, uh, I picked it back up, and uh, when I came back home, it just it just wasn't right. I needed to quit it again. And that lately is the first song that I wrote, like the first day that I didn't have anything to drink. So i'm uh i'm excited for it i think it sounds great uh just got the email for the final mix from jeff and, uh, and then i can send it off to joe and have him master it and be done and ready to go yeah well, that's great and you were you were mentioning earlier um during your performance that um you had other musicians that were featured on the track as well yeah so um nikki montero right here my manager slash lady uh, Lady Scott. She calls me a man Scott. I call her a Lady Scott. She helps me with all my, um, you know, roadie gigs, and she she hooked this up with Sean, and um, you know, it's it's been great having her along. And it was her. We broke her cherry, 
as they say in the recording industry. She hadn't recorded anything before, so she got up there and sang some backing vocals. And then uh, a good friend of hers, Patty White Hayes, played a little organ and did some singing. And uh, Vivian Dowdy, who's part of a really cool uh, all-female group with Jeff Rosen, um, kind of oversees everything for them, but they're called Banana Milk, and they're amazing. I, so, I feel like I've heard of them before. Man, so they, they've done like two shows together, but every really? time people go, and it just gets bigger and bigger, and they're just, they just have a great sound, and Jeff did a great job with them. They do a great job with themselves. You know, they're all playing out in different bands or playing, you know, solo shows and things like that, so that was cool, and then Jeff... You know, he did backing vocals, he did the bass, he did some lead guitar, he's doing all the production, and then Joe will do the uh, the mastering. Sounds like you got quite a crew assembled. I'm telling you, I love the community that I am in, in the South Shore, and it, again, it goes back to Nikki. She's created um, those friendships for years before I came back from Nashville, so when she and I met up, um, was at Newport Folk Festival last year, and uh, she said, hold on, let me make some phone calls. And that's the reason I got back into doing this full time. That's that's a, that's a great story. Thank you. So do you ever play shows with the full band or is it usually just you? Um, no, I've, I've, I used to play in a cover band um, out of um, Central Western Mass. Uh, we were called Blind Chauffeur. Um, and we did covers, and they helped me with my first album. They, uh, they all played on it, Sean Baso and Neil Salamak and... Uh, Dave Martell, and I believe Jay, Agent Jay, he was our drummer, and Dan Whittemore did a couple of tracks on drums for that as well. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, it was, but I haven't, I've never, I would love to assemble a full band, especially with the way this record sounds right now. <laughs> so, um, but you know, everybody's busy, but there's so much talent out there. There's so much talent. Yeah, for sure. No, and there's, there, especially in the South Shore, I mean, because, as I was saying to you earlier, I grew up in the South Shore, I being from Hingham. And when I was in high school, that was when I formed my first band. And I started playing around the South Shore. Have you ever heard of the C-Note? Oh, home? yeah, of course. Yeah, that yeah. was where I played my first gig. Nice. And, and um, ever since then, just the scene of people that's been at the C-Note, yeah. it just grew over probably the next two years after that. And then eventually I went to college. Um, but it's... It's, it hasn't died out. It hit a, you know, obviously during the pandemic, it, it hit a lull because the casino closed, but it's opened back up. And ever since then, it's just like, it's like a new crowd. Yeah. So it's pretty great. So there really is definitely an amazing uh, array of talent in, in that area, which honestly, I was shocked by at first because, you know, there aren't really any cities because mm. it's all south of Boston. Yeah. And you would think that all the talent would be in Boston, but it's, there's a crazy amount in like, that area oh so. yeah no it's just am it's been amazing to me i mean you go check out you think the words open mic and you're like oh okay <laughs> you know Susie's gonna get up with a guitar and she's gonna play her first song there's so much freaking talent man it's amazing go to soundcheck studio on a monday night go to rivershed and situate on a sunday watch watch listen there's a lot of talent it's amazing it's great it's wonderful i f i feel like i haven't really left nashville Really? Yeah. Wow. That's high praise. Yeah. I mean, like, look, there's people in Nashville that play 12 hours a day on Broadway, you know, and they're playing all the country hits of the day, and they're making a living at it, you know? I, I haven't seen a difference here, you know? I haven't seen a difference here. And the level of talent, 
And, and Sturgill Simpson said, he said, don't come to Nashville to start a career. Get in a van and go tour the country and make people your fans. If your music's that good, go do that. Don't move to Nashville. And right. coming back here after three years in Nashville and seeing this on the South Shore, I agree. Absolutely. There's talent everywhere. I'm no, sure. Definitely. Yeah, no matter where you look. Yeah. You, you get a lot of scenes in, like, the weirdest places, yeah. which is, I think is really cool. I mean, that's kind of what inspired me to, like, focus on local music. So it's definitely, there's, there's always a stone to overturn, yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah. It's like a never-ending treasure trope. Yeah. But So what inspired you to come up to the South Shore of Massachusetts anyway, from Nashville? So when I moved back from Nashville, I moved to the Cape. Uh, and I was helping a buddy of mine who is um, he's a medical uh, marijuana grower mm-hmm. and um, learned all about that. And uh, saw some amazing things, saw some skin cancer disappear with oils and just amazing things. And got kind of an education in that for eight months. And then I got another job working for a company that was spaced out of Boston and we'd go all over New England. And that was, I was only there for about six months before I started playing music full time. You know, things just picked up and away we went. I was like, there's no turning back. And I think a lot of people are, are have that sentiment now after you know being locked in their houses for quarantines and not knowing what life was really going to bring them in the future so people just said you know what screw it i'm going to go live my life i'm going to go pursue something that i makes me happy you know go after it and i'm like i said 46 years old doing this full time because i went after it and wasn't going to i wasn't going to not take my talents and you know bring them to people. I don't want it to sound egotistical, but I enjoy doing it, and people seem to enjoy when I do it. So why not? That's a perfect combo. <laughs> but it's crazy to see how many people over the course of the pandemic have kind of come to realize that the way they were living wasn't really a fulfilling way of life, and they found new avenues of how to get that fulfillment that they were missing. There's just so many stories, especially in the early months when people kind of had to figure out what to do around the house, you know, being unable to go out. And so many people picked up new hobbies, you know. I learned how to play poker over the pandemic. I usually lost. I really only played against my family. But but that was something new that I learned, so. What's your favorite game? I've really only played Texas Hold'em, honestly. I mean, I can't, I I play poker. I'm pretty inexperienced at it, but uh, Texas Hold'em is a lot of fun. Yeah, 21's easy. Yeah, I've I've played blackjack too, so, yeah, but... 21, all the gamblers out there just went, 21? This kid clearly doesn't play cards. (laughs) Not always a bad thing. Gin rummy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Uh, where are, where are some places that you play? So have you ever left New England? Do you mostly stick around in Massachusetts and Rhode Island? Or I used to, before I moved to Nashville, I had this thing with TGI Fridays where I would go around the TGI Fridays in New England, New Hampshire, Maine, you know, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and I would go play there. And then they stopped doing music. Yeah, I never. I was going to say, I didn't know they did music at TGI Yeah, they, they tried it out for a little bit, and it was cool. They had 17 locations, and, you know, it was great. Great exposure. Um, but right now I'm primarily sticking to the South Shore. In the fall, I've got a couple gigs coming out out in Sturbridge. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you've got 
the poor yard in Quincy. That's where I started when I first started playing out again, and they were so great to me. Um, and they also own Cagney's right next door, so I started doing that when the weather got crappy because the poor yard's outside. Um, we've got Off the Hook in Howe's Neck, uh, which is in Quincy as well. You got Mama Mia's in Marshfield, 10th District Brewing. Um, the Shanty uh, is coming up. That's going to be my first time there. I had this past weekend uh, two new places, um, Southside Tavern in Braintree and then uh, The Snug yeah, in Hingham on oh, uh, no Saturday. Way. Yeah. That's, that's literally yeah. down the street from me. So, yeah, I was there on Saturday night, and it was funny. A friend of mine from... Um, from Nashville, uh, William K. I don't know if you know him. I don't think so. He said that was his hometown too. And you guys, I think you guys might be around the same age. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, he's, uh, yeah, Patty Barry's the crack. Um, this week we've got Wormtown Brewery in Worcester coming up on Thursday. Friday, I'm uh, at Mama Mia's. Is that around? Off the hook, Mama Mia's. Yeah, off the. I mean, it's just it's been so great. I've got a bunch of stuff coming up for weekends in the Cape, at. Um, the uh, Cantina, Southside Cantina, and and uh, yeah, Cape Cod Beer, and then right across from Southside Cantina is Cleeton Anchor. So I've got some nice Saturday Sunday gigs coming up there in the summertime in the afternoons. Just trying to get out there and push it as much as possible. Yeah, it seems like you have your work kind of cut out for you. Yeah, I mean I have no Fridays and Saturdays available until September. Wow. I've got like five. I just booked a Sunday today. I got to tell you about that. Um, I've. Um, down in the Cape, so that leaves like five Sundays for the rest of the summer. So, I, I can't complain. People have been so great. No, it sounds pretty great, honestly. Thank you. And where can people find out more about your shows? Because that's that's a big list. Yeah, so. Michael Paul Brennan music. Um, if you just Google Michael Paul Brennan, I'm the only one that comes up. There was an actor, Irish actor, back in the day named Michael Brennan. So that's why I threw the Paul in there. Definitely helps. And um, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can go on Instagram. You can go on. Uh, on the Facebook, Michael Paul Brennan Music, and I don't do TikTok and that stuff. Yes, website is coming soon, michaelpaulbrennan.com. Um, that'll have all the dates on it. Um, and like I said, two weeks from tonight, August 18th, down at the Cape Cod Theater Company in Harwich with Natalia Bonfini from this year's American Idol, Jason Aries, his new album, Tiny Fires, Nick Nace, his new album, The Harder Stuff, um, and my single Lately. You know, that's that's the big push right now. Yeah, well, you heard it here, folks. You heard it on Between the Notes. Follow uh, Michael Paul Brennan Music on Instagram Thank and you. keep an eye out for a website coming soon. Appreciate definitely, it. if you're in the South Shore or even if you're not, uh, definitely try to make it to one of his dates. Absolutely. He's going nope. hard all summer, so yeah. kind of hard to miss him. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Thank you guys very much for all the work. Thank you to the parlor. Yeah, the parlor's great. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I, I love doing this. Yeah. It's always great. Reminds me of uh, the oldest club in Nashville, the Springwater Supper Club. They uh, opened in 1928. They're still going. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the <laughs> oldest one. It's the oldest one still going in Nashville because a lot of places have not made it with these new transitions. So. I mean, yeah, you'd think that in a place like Nashville there'd be a lot more clubs that had longevity, you know, just out of the history of the place. Yeah, unfortunately, people with money who want to build condos, you know. Yeah, that does seem to be the source of a lot of problems for yeah. the music industry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, well, uh, I believe that that takes us to the end of our interview segment. Thank um, you. This is Michael Paul Brennan. Michael, Thanks, it was a everybody. pleasure to have you on today. Thanks. Um, my name is Jack Downey. 
thank you to our sponsors tonight, R1 Racing Co. and Trinity Brewing Company. Nice. And if you liked what you heard tonight and you want to check it out again, or if you want to check out the music segment and you missed it earlier, this will be on the Motif Mag Facebook forever. And at some point, it'll be on Spotify, too. Also, by searching up Motif Mag between the notes. And, yeah, thank you as well to The Parlor for hosting this event every week. It's always a pleasure to be here. And I will be back next week with our next guest. So I will see you then. Until then, have a good night. Thanks, everybody. This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island. And thank you for listening.